Hey, welcome back to the Rad Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Zach. My co-hosts, York and Joe, are here as well. Gentlemen, uh, we are wrapping up this uh, National Basketball Association regular season game that is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, against the Memphis Grizzlies and the Philadelphia 76ers, and it is not going well. Man, I wish I had more this. to say, but I'm just upset. I was going to say, hit everybody at once. Oh, now Dylan Brooks is trying to fight people. Never a bad thing. Um, James Martin got into it with like the first 10 minutes of the game. Um, yeah, not going well. I ooh, I can't even see the score now because they're showing a replay, but the Grizzlies are down. It's done. It's gonna be dead. it's uh, okay, uh, but yeah, we're here. Let's uh, let's jump right into it. So we uh, look, we're, we're prepared this week, or this episode, I should say, because we recorded earlier <laughs> this week. The, the scene that way out starts, but you know, yeah, classic dad uh, fashion. I lose track of time, um, but it's a flat circle, anyways. But all right, so I I've had this talk with others. Joe is not is not there yet. He he he, but he can but he can give his take. But uh, York and I have had to uh, broach this topic with with our children. Where where do we stand on Santa? I'm I'm on the believe side of it, you know. So like, as long as they, you know, believe in Santa and they're, especially for my oldest, if he's not going to ruin it for his sisters, then you get to still get like reap the benefits of Santa, all that kind of stuff, and. You know, and I have to actually watch like how loud I'm talking because I do have my girls upstairs. But um, you would think they're asleep, but there's just no way. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you're going to have the little dickheads at school that are going to probably next year in first and second grade be talking about not real, not real, not real because of how their parents are or what they come across. They're all internet kids now, anyways. Um, but I think if you if you go with the whole, if you believe, then you know, Santa will bring you something if you still believe. But if you don't, then it is what it is. You know, that, that, that's how you reap the benefits. So as long as they want to keep it going, I don't know what age I would do it on. I mean, only if you cut that off between like 10 and 12 or younger, I don't know. What age were you? you? Know? I want to say 17. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, like, I'm, I'm floored right now. I love now. presents. Like, up until this very moment, <laughs> I was still believing. So, you know, <laughs> well, I guess we should have talked about it before because now it's like super awkward, you know? I don't even know. I don't remember a certain age. I think I just kind of organically figured it out, but then I had a younger brother. So I had to, you know, I had to play along. And look, I, you're not going to mess up a good thing. So might as well just keep it going. Well, I mean, I feel like you pick up traits from your parents. Like I, uh, my mom, my mom was like the my ex-wife used to always say she was like you're you're getting really angy with it because my mom's like a very gift-given person she's very as much as she as much as she can for whoever you know and she'll we'll have we'll go downstairs whatever we'd have presents even now we'll come over to the house we got presents down there from um them wrapping a certain wrapping paper but then there's gonna be presents wrapped from Santa Claus in special Santa Claus wrapping paper. My mom will change the handwriting on it and put from Santa 
like because she's like she's like they're going to believe this is from Santa Claus, and I'll be damned if I didn't. You, you know. So you so you wrap stuff from Santa. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, unless it's something big, but something big, like I haven't had the chance to like. When I was back at the house, it would be. So you have like a big, for instance, Barbie Dream House. You'd have something like that out, unwrapped. You'd want to have it, you know, already put together, already set up, you know, with all the stuff out I, and showy from Santa. But then there's other little things that you know, because wrapping to me, I think wrapping's the funnest part for a kid. Yeah. Or we, so, so we always did Santa stuff was not wrapped. Yeah. Like Santa brought it and sat it down. Yeah, it was like on the like with us, it was on the couch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we would have like my stuff on one side, then my brother's stuff on the other side. Um yeah. yeah, I mean I'm cool with playing along until they figure it out. Cause I yeah, I don't like I know like there's some parents that will like no, he's not real. Like, like we're not doing that. Whether it's like a we're not gonna, we're not gonna lie to our children. Yeah, yeah, that, or that's it's, the, yeah, that's what I hear. Like, they're like, we don't want to start like a lie with our children being this young. And it's like, well, <laughs> like, I didn't feel that way. Like, I just thought like it was like a, it's a tradition. Like, it's just a, it, yeah. it's just a tale of sort. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. If someone and says then, they don't lie to their children. They're lying to you. Like, yeah. there's just absolutely no way. Yeah. You're full of shit. Um, yeah. Person and I mean, to, me to this day. I mean, I think you like. Well, Gresh is a pathological liar, so I mean, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a fun thing for kids to do. So, like, why ruin it when like you can give your kids, you know, six, seven, eight years of it, and they can have a ball every, you know, one day a year. Well, do do either of y'all know people that are the opposite? Yes. I know. Oh yeah. I I know someone who that's what they, they, they say like which i they never clarified if it was a religious thing or if it was like the we don't want to lie and then i know some people that are like hell no santa didn't give you that i got it i paid for it with the money that i made like okay was that, that that always to me just seems like well like come on dude like really then you're making like, it about you that's how that's how much of a little person you are like you have to feel like you're like you know nothing i bought you this like come on dude like really yeah i don't know i yeah i i'm i'm team like let it ride until they figure it out yeah oh yeah because as soon as they stop believing in that it's going to be a you know ripple effect of other stuff that's just going to make them less and less children you know which i'm sure it's going to be awful yeah i mean you gotta you, you gotta cherish those memories while you can and before they turn into like an angsty teenager and they stay in their room all day. Now, was that, was that a conversation that like y'all had with like your significant other, like going into having a kid, like, or was it just kind of, Hey, we know this is like what we think, or was it like a sit down, like, Hey, what, how are we going to approach this? So I, I, I won't say significant other. So I'll preface this by saying, a little bit about me. I've got three children with two different women. It sounds awful on paper. And yes, it makes me the least most eligible bachelor of all time. But um, with my son's mother, who we were never, never together, but we 
have a good relationship now. Um, we talked about that. We talked about like the fear of when Lucas, my son, gets into school and at what point do they start interacting with kids that are going to ruin it for them. And that, that's where we kind of came up with the whole, you know, we just tell them, you know, as long as you believe, you don't have to, but as long as you believe, you know, that's, that's where the magic comes from, the spirit comes from, yada, yada, yada. But um, same thing with, you know, Max's wife, it was kind of the same message. You know, we, we want to have them believe that as long as they can, but it was, we're not going to be the one to make that choice for them, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even, it wasn't even like really like a sit down. We were just like, how do we want to do Santa? And then we were on the same page. I was yeah. like, yeah, sure. Like, I think the the first Christmas for our first, he was, you know, barely two months. So didn't remember it. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, like the next year, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll still set everything out and like, Maybe he doesn't understand it, but like, yeah. And then like this, this past year was like, okay, like it's starting to click like, Oh, like Santa Claus. Like I get all this cool stuff. Like, this is awesome. Like this is a big day. Yeah. And then, you know, (laughs) you open all the other presents too, which is fun. Cause yeah. But like before he didn't really get like unwrapping stuff. And then it was also like, he would, he would unwrap one gift and then would just be focused, like solely focused on that one gift and then wouldn't open anything else. Yeah. So it was like, oh no, dude, like you got all these other ones. But listen, yeah, also backfired Like, so you take your kids to see Santa Claus, like the Bass Pro over here, the pyramid, they do like a free take your kid over there, get a picture with Santa, all that stuff. So we did that. And, you know, of course, they sit in the lap. And there's, he's like, what do you want for Christmas? And they tell him what, tell them what, tell him what they want for Christmas. And then, you know, we didn't c- communicate with this Santa Claus about what was told. I guess we should have because. Sure, shit, you know, Christmas Day, you know, lightens up her stuff. She's all excited and stuff. And then she goes, where's my Barbie airplane? And I was mm. like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you want a Barbie airplane. And she was like, I asked Santa Claus for it. Fuck you mean. And I was like, um, I guess he didn't, I don't know, maybe you ran out. But, <laughs> you know, I said, do we have to communicate? Do you have to, like, talk to the guy after he sits in the lap and then figure out what they actually want? But Carville also um, does this thing in like their town square. They have like a, a red mailbox and you can actually write letters to Santa and put your address in there and put it in this little red mailbox. And he'll actually mm. send you back a, uh, he will actually send you back. They'll send you back a, um, to your house, mail you a letter from Santa, like addressing this kid and the toys they want, all that kind of stuff is actually really cool because it comes in the mail. Mm. And they're thrilled. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Surprised people in Cari will come up with that, but that's cool. Ooh, never in Germantown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, come on, kids and Santa Claus, like any any way to enhance the holiday experience, I'm all for. I guess if you I'm also like, like a nerd too, like my, when I was me before I got married, we were our first Christmas together before we even had kids. Like I was. I want everything to be special. I want it to be extravagant, you know, Angie it up, if you'll say. And I remember I, I woke up in the middle of the night. I already, already hid presents. I, well, what was up in the middle of the night while she was asleep? And I went and got like, 
the Santa presents just to kind of make it cute for, her, you know, and then I went and got the cookies and all that shit and put it out there and like ate a couple bites, just maybe just kind of make her laugh in the morning, you know, but, um, it's kind of like a tradition type thing that like will always happen with me. So I was going to do it with whoever, but, um, no, I just think it's you, just, just something just, it, it's holiday spirit. Just participate in that shit and move on. I don't know about you. Why do my parents did the same thing with like, they would leave like a little bit of the cookies left and like not drink all the milk. Like why would I, I, I guess just to show that like my man's in a hurry. Like yeah, he, he's got, he's got a lot of, he's trying to get in and get out. I mean, I mean, you could take them. He could take the cookies right? with him. a lot. He could take the cookies with him, but like, where's he going to put him? He's got one sleigh with all these presents for the entire world. Like, what are you going to do? We got to leave well, some uh, vegetables for the, uh, like some carrots for the reindeer too. The Vietnamese leaving the vegetables. <laughs> the the reindeer food like outside. Oh yeah. I know some people go way out of way out of like. Oh, I don't want to say out of control. I don't want to judge, but like people do like the footprints in the house. I've seen that before. Yeah, that seems a little. Uh, it's a lot. I yeah, but that's cool. I mean, I yeah, I'm not knocking it. I mean, come on. That's the thing. I'm, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna hate on any like traditions like that. I don't think. Like, the, will well, I look at it and say, "Well, it's a little too extra," maybe. But at the same time, it's like I'm not gonna like fault you for that or anything. I tell you what, the only one that I will hate on, and I swear to God, if anybody sends me one, I'm throwing it in the trash. Anybody ever sends a fucking elf on the shelf? To our house. <laughs> Not doing it. No that might be a conversation you need to have with Amanda. Yeah. Not a chance. That is a no is a non-starter. Not doing that. That is weird. Um but you know yeah, it's cool, right? I mean, it's what is it? It's like the, the elf is watching you to make sure you're good. Yeah, it's it's to keep your kid like good for the holidays. I mean, yeah, but just I don't need some creepy elf that I have to move around all the time. Have you seen that I video? Have you seen that like TikTok where it's like a parent is like videoing themselves walking down to the basement and there's just a bunch of children like screaming bloody murder and she goes yes. down she goes downstairs yes. and like the little girl comes up and she's like he's touching it and like the kids like holding the elf, the elf on the shelf and all the kids are just crying. <laughs> have y'all have y'all seen uh and i i it might be in memphis i don't know but who knows have y'all seen the minch on a bench no. the what no. it's like the hanukkah version <laughs> i swear i swear to god like it, it like 100 minch on a bench lahayim lahayim um, but yeah come on like christmas fucking rules don't be a grinch yeah um all right so we didn't even broach this topic last week and i guess it's been a couple weeks since it happened but can we all agree that anybody in the year 2023 at this point that still tries to do the narrative that lebron is not good is just an idiot at this point they're, they're just like an old head. Like, it's like, just, it, it's it's your guy, the local Y that shows up in knee pads. 
that like that's the guy that bitches about it. It's yeah, I, it, I it's that whole narrative is is gone. Like he he literally has more points than anyone, and this isn't like a goat argument or conversation. Like it's just, I think that the legacy of LeBron is that the dude had literally probably the highest expectations ever. Yeah. And exceeded them. Exceeded them. Exactly. Like that, that's the, that's the biggest thing you should think about. I mean, to me, the argument was over when, what was it? Uh, the Eastern conference finals against Detroit when he scored like 29 in a row or something. Like that was it. Like you couldn't say anything anymore. Like, I mean, you, Look at the teams that he dragged to the finals before he moved to Miami. Let's let's talk about that. So he went to the finals in 07 against the Spurs with name as many players as you can from that roster. Do not do not without disparage Eric Snow. Do not do that. What Delonte West? Uh, Zildrunas Ilgauskas. Yeah, Delonte West was not on that team. He was okay. Big Z was though, right? Mm-hmm. Was Verjao? Um, yeah, uh, that's Larry what I was Hughes. thinking of. Larry Hughes. St. Louis is finest, right? You're thinking of a, of a key fob to this whole whole organization, Mister. I play everywhere. Former Grizz. Iguodala. No. Finally. Drew Gooden. Oh God. Beaver Tail. Literally little Mr. Backpatch. Uh yeah. What a Shannon that, Brown. What a weirdo. Yeah, 2007. You're asking me to really dig deep here. I don't remember, but I just know they were all bombs. That, that just stuck out because it was a team like that that's like, one, they beat the Pistons to get there. Granted, they got swept by the Spurs, but still, man, that's obnoxious. And then, I mean, come on. Like, what he did on the road coming back from 3-1 against the Warriors. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they, they'll also, have arguments about that shit, too, with Draymond going out and this and that and this and that. But still, man, who gives a fuck? Everyone's going to have injuries. Everyone's going to have stuff that steps in. But stop hating. People hate because they hate. You look at this, his size, his speed. Like, because that's, that's the biggest argument that you hear people say is, well, he couldn't do it back then when they actually played real basketball. Well, how do you know I mean, that? Yeah, it's like, it really? Do you think a giant man like that that can move like he can at the size he can and is as strong as he can? He couldn't do that? Are you nuts? Like, like who who in the nineties is is Ding him up? Give me give me somebody. Because if it's anybody that can match his size, he's quicker and faster and stronger. I, was gonna, I mean, the only guy I think of is like Pippen, maybe. Like, that would be the only guy. But, dude, I just think LeBron would break him in half. Sean Kemp. Okay, there's one. I'll give you that. I mean, that that's the thing. It's just their prime Rain Man was awesome. Well, and I mean, and I say this in like the nicest way. Like, some guys are freaks. Like, they just are. Like, mentally, physically, what they can do is just freakish. And LeBron's that person. Like, he's a freak. 
And there's very few people that will ever be able to match what he offers. I don't care if they played in the 50s, the 60s, the 2010s, the 20s. I don't care when. There's very few people that will ever be able to match what he offers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he can't help when he was born. Like, yeah, and he also can't like I, I, people also make the argument of like, well, he's that big, he should be able to dominate like that. Well, like, what, what argument is like that's not an argument. Yeah, that would like, like, like I don't see anybody at thirty eight yeah. years old move like that. I can barely move. I can I cannot move like that now. You know, I mean, I know it's I know it's not a real basketball game, but like, dude, the like alley oop he threw to himself in the All Star game. I mean, to do that when you're almost because it, it came off a little like, yeah, a little to the yeah, and he was able to recover and still do it. Yeah, and he like jumped from the free throw line. Like it's he's he's a he's a monster. And, and to mention, no outside him scrutiny the, with him. Well, him getting the scoring record is the most efficient person in like the top three or four of that list. Correct? I'm not looking at mm-hmm. it, but like I think it is. Yeah, I mean. And, and who out of that top list? Like, how how much outside shooting do they actually do? Yeah, who's in the top three? Kareem, LeBron, Malone. Um, God, Carl Malone's up there. Do you want to talk yeah, about a piece Malone. of shit? <laughs> I still can't believe that Jazz brought him back for the All Star game. It, I think they did it just to have that whole like top three. Presentation. Oh, Jesus. Um, back like AK 47, not him. No shit. Yeah, I just, I don't know. People just need to get over it. Like the dude, I mean, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in high school. He played on national television when he was 16, 17. He was in the league, led a team to the NBA finals when he was young. You know, say what you want about doing the super team. Bullshit, but hey, you know, newsflash, everybody does super teams now. And yeah. I mean, he, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, never been in trouble off the court. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's like a family man. He's been married, like him and his wife have been together forever. And then he, you know, most of the stuff he did with when he went to Miami was like building up his brand to give back to his hometown. And like, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, Outside of him maybe being a little whiny down the stretch in his career, which, like, whatever, everybody in the NBA is pretty whiny now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think about nothing... like when he went to Miami, like, what team was he going to combat? The Celtics, who just got, yeah, um, who just got Kevin Garnett, you know, yeah, super team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so... How was, I mean, how was, how was Paul Pierce not the damn D Wade of that whole situation? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, and, and to just show like how hard it was, if I'm not mistaken, like the next like high school person they got thrown on like an SI like cover was Telfair, right? Oh. I think he was like the next guy that got put on there. Like I remember Lincoln that high SI school. cover with him and uh he went to Lincoln, I think. And yeah, York Lincoln City. High School. Yeah. You Joe Joe probably knows, but you know who did the the cover story for LeBron when he was on the SI cover? Grant Wall, right? Yeah. RIP. Yeah. Goat. Um, God, you want that's a real goat. Dude covered everything, and then like, 
spearheaded soccer in America and just like a dude's like one of the best journalists in recent history. Sports. Yeah, I mean, the 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 three, I would say people by his entities that I would think of with like soccer in America or him. I would have to say Bob Lee. I mean, Bob Lee was always a great host for anything soccer wise. And then the Men and Blazers podcast. I mean, good Lord. I mean, yeah, that's what that's. I mean, unfortunately, I'm a, I'm a Spurs fan probably because of that podcast, which is, I mean, a mistake there in the long run probably, but whatever. So going through the high school players on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you've got, I mean, we're not going to go way back. I mean, there's some guys on here that, men and women that I don't know who they are, but then 95, Kevin Garnett was on the cover. Okay. Then it was LeBron in 2002. Okay. Sebastian Telfair, 2004, which by the way, on that cover, there's a little small little like tease for an article that's in that issue. And it says the homecoming of Jake DeLome. (laughs) After that, it was a different time. <laughs> 2009, you have Bryce Harper. That That's a hit. Yeah, for sure. 2012, Jabari Parker. Eh. I'm, I, was, that, I was surprised by that. Um, 2017, Hunter Green, baseball player. Um, 2019, Amani Bates. <sighs> That, uh, that, hits a little, that, that hits a little close to home there. Yeah, that's at least in this SI article, that's the last high school guy on a cover, which this article was updated in 2021. So it could be somebody else from since then. But yeah, if you just, if you don't like LeBron at this point, you're just a, you're just a hater. Point blank. Yeah. yeah. You're so, you're Is he a, like a at times? Yes. Are his movies and commercials for the most part terrible? Yes. But they're gonna, people are going to find a way to hate no matter what. It is what it is. Um, I wanted to ask this this one next on the docket here. TV shows. What is – doesn't even have to be an antagonist. Like who is like one of the like your most hated characters from a television show? Chopper. Windy Bird. Who'd you say, Joe? Okay. Wendy, Wendy Bird from Ozark. Ooh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolute, I, I hate watched Ozark just to hopefully see her demise. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, bad person, whatever. I hated Wendy Bird so much. So much. I don't know what it was. It's just something about it just didn't work for me at all. Um,. The first one that comes to mind when I thought about this, Skylar White from Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, thing is, when you when you said Wendy Bird, God. I pictured Skylar White. I swear to God. Wait, are we are we a misogynist podcast? <laughs> uh, 
No. Words. York, say a guy that you don't like. <laughs> Hurry. Save us. Save us right now, please. What did you say? Say a, like a guy you don't like. So we're like saved from this. Oh, the dude from um, what's his from uh, Succession? Hey. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Strong's character. Yeah, the fucking the, the kid got it wrapped. God, what is his name? I'm going completely blank. What you don't like, Kendall? Kendall, 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 Kendall Roy. Why don't you like him? Are you fucking serious, dude? He's hands down the absolute worst. Like, the absolute worst. The guy's just trying to keep things together. He's trying to be... The best person on that entire show. He's trying to be a leader for the family. (laughs) Because his father is a jerk. Fuck off! Fuck off. Uh, (laughs) I think the last season, at, like, his birthday party... Oh, that was some of the best acting That's what I'm talking about. that I've ever seen, because you could you could legitimately tell when like Roman is just like going in on him and like Shiv just starts like basically she's like, OK, that's enough. And like even like Shiv, who like doesn't give a shit about anybody but herself most of the time and is only looking out for like what benefits her. And like she's finally like, OK, 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 this is enough like this. We're at his party. Everyone's piling on, and then Roman is just fucking losing his mind. Um, which, by the way, did y'all know that Kieran Culkin is, um, was in Home Alone? Yeah, he's the the Pepsi kid. Yeah, Fuller. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else Fuller wants the bed. You better watch your mouth, you little sour blister. You're going to be sleeping on the third floor. Yeah, with me. Look what you did, you little jerk. You go back and rewatch Home Alone. Everybody in that family sucks. Oh, my kids. Horrible parenting. Horrible. Horrible. Do you believe the theory that uh, Mr. McAllister was in the mob? Have you seen that? Because his house makes no sense. Still never went and saw the house when I lived in Chicago, and I'm still kind of mad I didn't. But Where was it at? Like like Schaumburg or something? It's up in like the northern suburbs. I think it's I – I never – I get them mixed up. It's, uh, it's one of the W's. Winnetka or – Winnetka. There's another <laughs> – one, one, one of the one of the suburbs where people say they're from Chicago. Yeah, it's uh, live on the skirts. Yeah, it is Winnetka. Yeah. Could you imagine living there and people coming just standing outside your house? And then and uh, don't they say like with like the Breaking Bad house that like people show up and like throw pizzas on the roof of the garage? And everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be so pissed off. I'd be like, can you fucking not? Like, <laughs> um, Joffrey is up there, like one of the worst fucking people in television. Oh, yeah. Joffrey's bad, but Wendy Bird is definitely worse. Um, keeping the uh, the theme going here, York. How have we not talked about Jenny Humphrey? 
Oh, I've got gossip girl written down. I don't even think about it. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. Okay, no, this takes the cake, and this will solve the issue of us being a misogynistic podcast. Ross Geller is the fucking worst person in television history. Worst. Just absolutely god-awful. And another one that I'm looking at a list here on the World Wide Web. um, Never watched the show. I tried like three episodes and did not understand why people like it. But Ted Mosby's on here. Mosby? Yeah. From, it's how about your mother, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never understood why people like that show. It comes oh, no, on. It's a good show. Of, yeah, when I'm trying not to be like fat and I go to the gym, it's on the TV at the gym. So I watch it. Skylar White's on here. Uh going back to Game of Thrones, going back to that well. Ramsey Bolton. Fucking Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Ooh. Like, dude, we get it. We Ooh. get it. We understand the storyline. Like they they beat that thing to hell that season. Um, oh, dude, I finally watched this show and I can't believe I was so late to it. Homelander from the Boys, oh, and that's and that's that's a guy that you hate, but also like, what an incredible actor to to be able to act like that and like make you hate him. That's like that's good acting and good writing. It's like um. Not, not not comparing the boys to this, but it's like if you watch like Raging Bull for the first time and you're like, I really enjoy this movie, but that is a scumbag character mm-hmm. and I can't turn away from it. Like, it's one of oh, those. it's yeah. I mean, it's I've I finally got on that train and I did it um, when my wife was in Paris. Yeah. And so like I, you know put the kids to bed and then I have, you know, four or five hours to do whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to binge this show and I'm going to get all the way through it. Cause everybody talked about how good it was. And man, that character. Oh, just a damn good show. Yeah. It's such a good show. But like, it, it, yeah, I mean like that's, that's a sign of a great actor where it's like, man, you hate this guy, but you also like love the character. You want to know who's number one on this list of unlikable television characters? Dan Scott. Who's that? You ever saw One Tree Hill? No. Oh, I thought we talked about that. No, I've never seen that. There's no way y'all will guess this because this I was shocked when I saw Go it, ahead. but y'all are going to laugh. Take a guess. That's not fun. It's uh, Jim Halpert. Nope. Oh, uh, Nelly from The Office. <laughs> no, but... Uh, that's not who I would pick from the office. What what network is the show on? <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me look it up. Oh shit. It might be it might give it away. Um This is the only good show this network's ever produced. Well, Showcase. The fuck? What? It's Canadian. Cheeseburger or uh, cheeseburger, Randy? <laughs> Close. I have no clue. It's Cyrus from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Cyrus. <laughs> so this is what the write-up on this website says. It says, Trailer Park Boys is one of the most well-crafted mockumentaries ever made. The series contains a range of fascinating character arcs 
many of which are so exaggerated that they barely seem plausible to ordinary viewers. While fans universally love Bubbles, Ricky, and Julian, they're far less enthused when someone like Cyrus waltzes into view. Unlike the adorable protagonist, Cyrus is an unbearable man who constantly bothers the inhabitants of Sunnyville Trailer Park. Everything about Cyrus screams pretentious hack, particularly his Fonzie-esque outfit and attitude in his 1979 cherry red Corvette. <laughs> He always had his gun. <laughs> <laughs> always had his gun. But he never did anything. <laughs> Cyrus. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good I disagree. That's a good pull. Um, <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, another character that I hate. Um, Carl from Walking Dead. Coral. Oh, he's the worst. God, we have Fuck that. Sure Coral. Um, you know, it's funny going back to like Cyrus. Like, I feel as if if a show is so good, like Trailer Park Boys, you don't associate anything with it being bad. But going through and like thinking of it in my head, that is a bad character. But just in the context of the show being so good, you do not think about it at all. Oh, I thought it was hilarious when he came around. Like, I disagree <laughs> with that 100%. Um, Oliver from the OC. Terrible. Never seen it. You've never seen it. the OC? I have not. That's more egregious than me not seeing One Tree Hill. I just like me and you talked about it, but I think I watched it at the same time we were hanging out with um, the... Showing all them. Okay. Are you, name, like, are, you name, are you name dropping? That, that's who got me into it. You uh, doxing people. What school they you went you to. thought about saying Dox. names and you had to stop and you were like, what can I say <laughs> as to not <laughs> I did. give away? I did, but I was just I like, am. what school do they go to? It's all good, though. She doesn't you even go I, here. I have your social. I'm just going to give you your social at one time during one of these episodes. Um, that's fine. Janice said, from The Sopranos is another terrible character. Oh, God, Nevin. This is another one that's that's on this list from Entertainment Weekly, but I disagree here. Georgina from Gossip Girl was awesome. Oh yeah, very much like Homelander. Like she was so good at being awful. Michelle Trachtenberg, what a what a legend. Um, I got one. I got one that you're not gonna agree with, uh, Zach. For Arrested Development. Don't you do it. You do Maybe. It. <laughs> Maybe Funke. Maybe Funke. Why didn't you why don't you like her? I was gonna say, what's the I thought process behind when that? the when the seasons okay. got on, like later on, like with her short hair, like I don't know. It's like it's like it was off. I don't know. It was it just weirded me out. It was something about her I couldn't stand. The first season I liked her, but after that it was I don't know. The, Something about Arch could not stand. The whole like, bit, like, the whole bit about her acting out to try to get her parents' attention was so good. And they just like her parents were just too dumb to figure it out. <laughs> that was a show that was ruined by when they tried to bring it back. One hundred. Like no one, no one else watched that show. So every now and then, like, we'll be outside, like at work, and then someone says, "Watch out for the bees," and I'm like, "Bees." Like bees, like bees. 
<laughs> they have no idea what I'm talking about. I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's the final count. He's doing the he's doing the moonwalk. <laughs> get the get the knives and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, York, what what's the like? And I know that these things, which they they do at least rotate for us. What's like the go to? We're not even gonna address DreamWorks because Trash Studio. What's the Disney film that your kids watch the most? The one they watch the most is probably Moana. If we're, if we're going yeah. average from the entire time, Moana is a. I'll watch that any day of the week. Probably The Rock's best movie. Yes. Of course, next to Fast and Furious, but. We'll get to that, but I was going to say that that's pretty big praise from you, like <laughs> in the Fast and the Furious movies. But I wouldn't even call that a rock movie. Moana's a rock movie. I mean, yeah, he's a main character. Um, the songs are fantastic. I said the it's soundtrack. Got parts in it. Phenomenal. Um, yeah, we kind of we kind of rotate through. Right now, it's onward. Do I watch Onward? I hadn't seen that one. Oh, dude. It's really good. Got Tom Holland and Chris Pratt as the brothers. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the mom. Oh, is that the one where the, like, there's like like death in that, right? Uh, Well, I mean, like, it's like the father has has passed before it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought about there. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, we rotate through that. Um, Strange World, the new one. Um, and then we went through like a Frozen kick, which for some reason my son would want to watch Frozen 2, which is trash. I don't, I disagree. The, the, the first Frozen one's way good. better. It's it's way better, yeah, yeah. But Frozen Two, like they didn't they didn't screw it up by making it Frozen Two. I don't know. Do not like it. Um, I like it. I like the I like the songs in that one better. And then the oh, uh, huh? The ones that Kristoff sings, like "Lost in the Woods," is all time banger. Kristoff. Uh, and then oh, Big Hero Six is a big one. Oh yeah, which we just call it Baymax. <laughs> That's what that's what my kids call it. What do your kids call sequels? Do they call it like by the actual name? No, I'll just say two, unless there is like a okay. certain name that goes to it. So, like for like, you know, multiple, it's like Toy Story, and I'm like, do you want to watch Toy Story one? And instead of saying Toy Story two or three or four, he will just say no different Toy Story. Jesse. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what I just do. I just run through them. Like, do you want Bullseye? Do you want Bo Peep? Or uh, do you want to contemplate the end of life? Like, yeah, he wants oh, three's the one he wants to watch the, the most. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, just rip your heart out while you're watching Toy Story. I feel I like I get him to watch like, like Disney movies that I used to like when I was a kid. Like, Emperor's New Groove was like one of my favorite ones. Hilarious. <laughs> And, a lot of those, I, lot of those old ones are. Those. It's not that. Yeah, a lot of those old ones are problematic. 
Well, they put like they put like disclaimers on them now before you start. Like I think Aladdin has a disclaimer. That Aladdin is my favorite live action new one that came out. I still haven't seen it with Will Smith. And Will Smith, yeah, yeah. And you can't you can't focus on that. It's not, it's not as bad as you think. See, I'm I just I'm a purist. I I, I gotta have Robin Williams. Well, he's I mean, he's unavailable. Well, where watch the original. <laughs> <laughs> where I struggle is like. So I show I was showing uh, Amanda like the rundown of this, and she was like, "Well, what Disney movies like did you watch as a kid?" And I was like, "Well, I really didn't." <laughs> like, I'm trying. I, I tried to like think back as to like what my favorite Disney movies were. I remember like nothing at all. So it's like everything will be like reintroduced to me as like a father apparently, and like I have to like find like good ones and stuff that I like. Lion King is the only one that I can like revert back to and say I know I saw that. Uh, I remember seeing, I remember watching, uh, there was one called Fox and the Hound. I remember watching yeah. that one as a kid. Yeah. Turn up. Yeah. Dude. I remember watching that one. Y'all fuck with Brave Little Toaster? I think I remember that one. Yeah. I remember it, but I haven't watched it. That one was dope. Fox and the Hound brings back different memories for Adam. <laughs> That's very true. Uh... I remember like being like forced to like as a child, like my dad would watch like TCM movies. It's like I would just like go downstairs and they'd be like, What's this? He'd be like Patton. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, are we not gonna change the channel here? We're just gonna we're gonna leave it on this. Okay, let's see what's happening now. Um well, no, okay. It's not it's not Disney, but Fern Gully. Was pretty was pretty dope. Fern Gully, you know the the uh like the rainforest. There's like a it's like set in like Australia, and there are like fairies that live there. No, and that's the rescuers down under that's set. In no, Australia. it's <laughs> no. Fern Gully, the last rainforest, the the original Avatar. I don't remember. I don't remember Fern Gully. Oh, dude, Robin Williams in that rescues out and Land Before Time. I, I heard of Fern Gully. I don't know what it is. Tim Curry, Christian Slater. Tim Curry was in a children's movie. Yeah, he was the. Uh, he, he plays. Was guy. Yes, Hexus. Yeah. yeah. It was like a uh, basically. It's like the whole movie is like they're they're trying to save the rainforest. Um, so, Texas, so are you are you saying that James Cameron stole the premises for Avatar from Ferngully? Yeah, and then he just made trash movies and just tricks people into going to see them to make millions of dollars. Ooh, hot take, dude. I do not think well, Avatar is good. The ride's good at Disney World. <laughs> I know you're you anti think, DreamWorks, but Madagascar is awesome. That's that the one with the penguins. <laughs> yes, they are hilarious. Those guys crack me up, man. Holy shit, those fucking guys! I can watch I have, videos of them forever. Speaking of DreamWorks, the penguins and the and the, the monkeys is like we're gonna throw poo with them. Of course, we're gonna throw poo with them. <laughs> Best. 
Speaking of DreamWorks, I everybody says the new Puss in Boots movie is good. Well, it had enough advertisement to where I hope to God it's good. If I've seen a Puss in Boots commercial, like I might just quit watching sports. <laughs> that was Cleve's like go to cut down. Shut Puss in Boots. <laughs> oh God. Um, Wait, did, did he authorize you using his name on this podcast? Give a fuck. He's not going to listen past. He, he didn't make it past five minutes of this one. There's no way he did. So. Uh, he can come on and defend himself. Uh, speaking of DreamWorks, um, York, what, what's your what's your strategy on taking kids to restaurants? What's the like... <laughs> Because you've got, I mean, you, you're, I, dude, you were playing probably the worst zone defense ever with with three. But, um, well, see, it, it's it's not bad now. So, like, if I well, have, they're, o- they're older, so it's a lot easier. Well, Lucas is older, so I can have him. You know, he can probably take care of better than I can. So he can you know, like listen to him more than listen to me. But I'll have one of us go to the bathroom. Like we're in, right? I <laughs> know. So like. You know, big bad breakfast is their favorite thing to do on the weekend. So we'll do that some mornings, but like I can't do that unless I prepare. And I use it as a crutch. Like I'll sit there on Thursday and Friday. I'll say, All right, if y'all are good, you know, tonight you wake up on time in the morning, we get to school on time and there's no issue, you don't, you know, cause a scene, pitch and moan, then we'll go to Big Bad Breakfast and they get all excited. That's all they talk about. And great taste from act. the children, by the way. Like great taste. Oh, I know. But of course, what they don't like get? the pancakes. So they get is that, is the, that what um, they get? Pancakes. So they get scrambled eggs. My daughter, she'll eat a fucking eighteen pack of eggs in one sitting. Like she's obsessed. That's why we have this shortage because of your kids. <laughs> Protein loading. No shit. And I made this. Um, what I mean, it was a cage free chocolate eggs, chocolate brownie. With no chocolate brownie with peanut butter swirl the other day. Um, okay, like a, one of those skillet brownies, or whatever that you put ice cream in, and it took like 12 eggs. Are you, ta- are you talking about like it, like chilies when you get that for the dessert? The molten lava cake <laughs> in the skillet. Remember, remember cocaine wine from chilies? He was the general manager of Olive Branch Chili's, and it was you saw him you're like, oh yeah, of course that's fucking cocaine, Wayne. I wonder if he subscribed to the show. We're taking the kids to the Olive Branch Chili's. He's huh? dead. There's no way he's not dead. Oh, okay. He he he's either dead or alive. That Chili's is still horrible, unfortunately. <laughs> R.I.P. in pieces. Sorry, uh, sorry if you work at the Olive Branch Chili's and you listen to the you, Joe. That was that was me in your first fight. Was at that Chili's. It, it it was. I was it I was, was mad at I was mad at multiple people that day actually. Well, what was what were we all fighting about? Huh? Joe Joe brought his about? stupid girl Joe brought his stupid girlfriend and we kept arguing. <laughs> I just I, I told him I was like I'm done with both y'all. Y'all figure it out and I'm leaving. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, is that, is that, I 100% guarantee you take my side on this one? Oh, God. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I 
don't know. When they get older, it's it's way easier because they will they know like what you're there for. The anticipation of food coming is like that. There, there's a there's an end goal in sight. Whereas when they don't really understand, they're just like, I'm just here and I'm just gonna fuck shit up and just gonna. It's too it's too quiet in here. I've got to cause a fucking scene. And so did yeah. did y'all wait till like a certain time and or age to take a child to a restaurant? No. No. You just you yeah. every now and then you're, you you feel you're comfortable with it and you're like you know what I'm in a good mood let's give it a shot you know I'm hungry we're all we're having a good day let's go do that but then so my my middle daughter was no offense to her but like hell on earth and we would go I, I can remember we go to Redfish and all branch and uh, we would just be looking around that people like wanting to apologize because she. You couldn't shut her up. You couldn't get her to stop screaming. She would throw everything. She was nothing. She still didn't eat, but couldn't find anything she wanted to eat. And that was like our favorite place to go. But she would not cooperate. And like it got to where we were like, we just cannot get out in public because she just will not calm the punk down. Now she's good. Well, now she's, you know, older and shit, but kind of tall. Well, so I, I could be wrong about this, but like in my head, it makes sense to like take kids to places that are like a quick exit, but like a quick exit place is like a bar or like a brewery or something. And it doesn't seem like it would be the most like conducive place to take a child, but it's like, Hey, like if I got to like leave a bar real quick or a brewery, then like they have my card on file and I can just like, somebody can bail out with the kid and I can go, Hey, like we're closing out. We're good. Like, See you later, like, and just bail out quick. You also yeah. can't go anywhere where you have to like be I'll put on a waiting list because that's just asking for it. Oh, dude, you're just you're not even you're not even enjoying yourself. You're just chasing a kid yeah. around. So you're saying, like, like, shots on ranch on like a Saturday <laughs> or any day if you're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I no, like we never. We were always like. We're not going to let kids dictate what we do, like, socially. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're just going to take them. And, I mean, I think that just helps. Like, they just get socialized with, like, okay, we're in public, so I have to act like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have to get used to that setting. I mean, it's just getting used to discipline. And I mean, yeah. honestly, like, if we go anywhere and my oldest can get his hands on some chips and queso, like, we're good. <laughs> Like that's what that's that's a key for kids is like you got to go somewhere and get apps like immediately. Yeah, just like fried pickles now. Like so they can just sit there and they're just going to eat. And then it's hit or miss. Sometimes like if if you get like crayons or something to like draw on, they're cool with that. That's what I got to do. Got to take them for their first macaroni grill trip. Oh, they still make a macaroni grill. Fuck you mean? Yeah, they got macaroni grill. Well, there used to be one like right by my place. That's where I had. That's where I went to Germantown's prom, and we went to macaroni grill. Oh, beforehand. I hell yeah, Kirby and Poplar. Dude, that one's that one burned down. It's gone. Well, I know it's gone. Like I, I can look out the window. Like I mean, <laughs> I just remember I remember being there, and like that whole shopping center is like walking Talks dead. Himself. What is what was that shopping center called? 
The um, um oh, shit. I live right by it. I used to go to that Swankies. Borders and just Swankies is right stuff. there. They got a nice liquor store. Yeah, that is a good one. Swankies, is it? It's Kirby something, isn't it? What is that called? Borders is gone. Oh, oh everything in like there's a there's a liquor store, a yoga place, some kind of you know CrossFit gym, and Swankies. What is that fucking Kirby Plaza? Maybe. No. Yeah. What is it called? I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. This is a good pod. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Damn, they filed Chapter Eleven. I didn't know that. I thought they were just closing up some of the stores. Yeah, I, I just never. I haven't seen it one forever since that one. Yeah, I knew somebody that worked at that macaroni grill when it burned down. And are they okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean everybody thinks they just made it out. Everybody thinks that it's uh it was like an insurance grab, money grab. Mm. Classic Romero. <laughs> Dude, that's gonna Mono's be macaroni grill. Care for. That's what I said, care for. Care for, yeah, that's it. Okay, that is it. I thought care for, I, I care for care for at Kirby Woods. Yeah. Um yeah, dude, macaroni grill fucking rules. I think I probably did like 12 birthdays there. <laughs> like every every year we're like, dude, don't even ask. You know where we're going. We're going was, in there. Like 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 Pete and Sam's like Amerigo's or something. Nah, dude. We have a standard reservation at the macaroni grill. Come on, don't even don't even front. You know that Pete and Sam's is absolutely mid. So I go to Pete and Sam's. So it's just fine. I I, but I technically don't get Italian food at Pete and Sam's. I get a barbecue pizza every time I go. Oh, you're one of those. Their their barbecue pizza is the best, man. Like it is absolutely the best. I mean, it's fine. I just, when people try to make it to where it's like this amazing place in Memphis, like, no, it's just been there forever. What barbecue pizza is better? Don't say Coletus. California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. What? (laughs) They're like the originators of it. The the Pete and Sam's barbecue pizza is better than California Pizza Kits. Who can say? I say the Aldo's Memphis Pizza. Oh yeah, really Aldo. good. No, 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 no good. The, the barbecue pizza though. Like Aldo's, if I want to go get like a vodka, like slice from them. Absolutely. Oh yeah, no shit. A vodka like, pie. Just, just absolutely, pie? like barbecue pizza wise, Pete and Sam's is the best. What no, but their barbecue pizza at at Aldo's is really fucking good. That is good. If you're so, we're talking since we brought up barbecue. What's everybody's? Favorite barbecue spot in Memphis? Depends on what you get. Yeah, I would say I would say okay, fair enough. Over overall, I would say if I just had to take somebody someplace, I would take them to Central. Um, okay. Ribs specifically, I like barbecue shops ribs a lot. And sandwich specifically, I would say 
Tank. I'd go to Tops for sandwiches. No, I think Tops, Tops barbecue sauce is absolutely amazing. I only get hamburgers. I haven't gotten barbecue Tops in years. I only get hamburgers. Right, yeah, see, that's, so that's the play at Tops is you get the burger. Mustard, pickle, and onion only. Um, if I'm going it like... It takes 45 minutes to go through the drive-thru. If I'm going just barbecue sandwich, I'm going Cozy Corner. Ooh, yeah. Um, Got to be in the mood for it, but barbecue spaghetti, it's barbecue shop. Because that's just like a hefty meal. Barbecue shop, to be honest with you, barbecue shop almost would take like the overall for me. But the only thing that separates central in terms of the overall is the nachos on house chips. That's from, the key. Yeah. You have to get the house chips. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm if i taking somebody that they, they just want barbecue, then I'm taking them to central. But if I'm like somebody like, I want ribs, I'm going to take them here. I want a barbecue sale. I'm going to take them here. You know? Um. If I'm going to go um, rendezvous. Also, I want I want Brunswick stew. I'm going to the commissary. Oh, they got good nachos too. They got good um turkey sandwich too. Sneaky. You're, they do. Your, yeah. Your boys on the wall in there. <laughs> what? I'm on the wall in the commissary. How do I get there? Which one, the new one or the old one? The OG. Come on. Okay. Just hey, I'm just making sure. Yeah. You know. Maybe I'm not making on the carnival bullshit. Yeah, don't put me on the wall in carnival. I'll claim them. <laughs> uh, if I'm a smoked chicken, Elwood Shack. They're opening up a second location, I think, actually now. Hell yeah. That place yeah. fucking rules. They're expanding a little bit, I think. I'm not I'm not very keen on jerk, but their jerk wings are ridiculous. That's a good combo. Best wings in Memphis. Ooh, I mean, gotta go Chings. I was gonna say, so like Daniel lived on Rhodes Cove right by Chings for a while. So I got Chings a lot. Yeah, they're gold sauce. Um, I'll go to Chings and then cross the street and go to Gagliano's Liquors. <laughs> that's that's a that's a Memphis anything Gagliano is a Memphis staple. Yeah, liquor Just store, cross the street, you're good to baseball go. stadium. Uh, uh, I usually commissary. I'm I would get barbecue shrimp. Okay, it's pretty solid. Um trying to think of like i'm not big on rendezvous i like their barbecue nachos the barbecue nachos are amazing. yeah their nachos are good their sausage and cheese like plate is, is good yeah oh yeah i'm just not i'm just not i'm just not a dry rub guy i don't i i like their charcoal ribs like charcoal ribs to me are like a they're like an art unto itself and they do it really really well um let's see I mean, I don't know if they still have it on the menu, but Payne's barbecue bologna sandwich is insane. It's It was on the menu because I went there when I moved back into town uh, last year. It was on the menu last year, I know, at least. And I 
I will still contend that the shittier the establishment looks, the better the barbecue. <laughs> that's not, that's not a bad thing. Expectations only go up. I mean, I just think if it's just like a dirty looking rundown shack, they're going to have some banging food. See, that applies like everything too. Cause like Italian rebels like that. They've got like great sandwiches, good pizza, and it looks terrible on the outside. Uncle yeah. Lou's doesn't look great on the outside. It's good. I was about to say, if you feel, like, are you an Uncle Lou's or a Gus's guy? Mm. I love Uncle Lou's. I think Uncle Lou's is amazing. Uncle probably, Lou's is good. Yeah. God, probably good. Uncle Lou's, but like Gus has, Gus's has some really good sides. All their mac and cheese is dumb. But if I, if the, I just want if I just want chicken, I'm going to Uncle Lou's. But one thing I'll say this: Uncle Lou's. I've gotten the burger from Uncle Lou's before, and the burger is fantastic from there too. They got one of those grilled cheese sandwich burgers. Oh, yeah. Ooh, not. And the thing like, is, like, like you'd like it. You'd love it. I just I, I feel like. You know, and you don't realize it like growing up, you don't realize it until I can move away from like the area. But we are blessed with like a lot of really good food at like not like, you know, establishments. You have to spend a lot of money like you can go spend like just like a normal amount of dough and get really good food in this area. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of the probably some of the best meals that I've had were hole in the walls or just places that have been there forever. And they just really haven't changed their, their prices. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you can be anywhere in 20 minutes and you can get like a whole variety of food all over town. Like yeah. you can go eat, you can go eat breakfast at, at the arcade for 15 bucks. Cheap. Yeah. I was thinking yeah, the, yeah, the way you get had young Avenue deli at like the other week were phenomenal. Ooh, yums. God, Yo, so good. Get a so sandwich. Good. Get a sandwich. The best. Slam half of it and save the next half for the next day. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, man, there's some really good food in Memphis. Um, I mean, come on, I, I mean, I don't know. Did y'all ever get the Soul Burger at Ernestine Hazel's? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like one of those that like, like legitimately. As I say, York, we we stole what's his name's credit card that one time and just like ate and drank on his dime the entire night. <laughs> who was that? Mark Goodfellow. No, it was. I know who it was. It was uh, uh, Carson. Give me. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. Carson Dude, from one hundred seven five. No, dude left his card. He was with us initially. He left his card at the bar, and we just kept on ordering stuff on his card, and then we closed it out and everything. But he deserved it, though. He uh, he made love to one of our friends' girlfriends while they were asleep right next to him and they're, passed they're out good drunk. Now. They're good. Ew. They're what? Good. They're good now. They're yeah. good. That's fucked. But he also saw him at a gas station and whipped his ass. And all <laughs> That was... I'm, yeah. Um, Justifiably. I mean, what would be, all right, before we move on from the food topic, what's like your, be like your death row meal? 
like food or specific yeah. dish from a restaurant? Hey, either or. Yeah, let's go oh, specific dish. Uh, oh, the best steak with sweet potato casserole and maple bacon Brussels sprouts. Man, that sounds pretty good. The, the bread pudding that I make. Well, you're in jail. You can't make it. Well, they, it's my last wish. They have to let me do it. Like they have to. Well, then, no, they don't. They let you into the kitchen. <laughs> well, then it's not my last meal then. Mine would be. Uh, the best meal I ever had was uh, the mutton chops at Keen Steakhouse in New York. Ooh, those were absolutely delicious. They have like a little bit of cabbage on the side. It's like a, hey, we got to put something other than meat on this plate. But it was just a hunk of meat with like mint jelly. Like, oh, one of the best meals ever. Mm. Pequod's Pizza from Chicago also. Ooh. Shout out to the uh, Mellies. They'd they'd love to hear that. Yeah, Pequod's. Pequod's, I could, I could, that was something that when I was in Chicago for work a few months ago, like I waited three hours to go eat Pequod's again. Man, I, so like I go back and forth on a lot of stuff. Probably the best steak I've ever had was at Mesa, New York. Bobby Flay's place, which I don't think it's there anymore. It was just a ribeye that was insane. But probably the best like actual entree like meal I've ever had might be probably the the bone burger at Animal in L.A. I mean, this thing, they, they had this like house sauce that was insane, like just like a some kind of like comeback style sauce, pepper jack cheese, poblano peppers, and they put it on rye. And it was, I mean, insane over in like West Hollywood, right next to Cantor's Deli. Shout out. Oh, holy to, shit, uh, this thing, yeah, this thing looks delicious, dude. It was out of this world. Um yeah, I mean, I'd probably go with that. And then, like, there's, I mean, a couple places that we've recently gone to, like, nicer restaurants that had some insane stuff. Um, there was, like, a duck dish that we had recently in New York. I don't even know how to say it. It's a French contemporary place. It's, like, a Michelin star. Um, I think it's pronounced, like, La Briere, La Brielle. I don't know French, but they had a... I think, I think it's La Brie. The B. Uh, they I, dude it was that was like we went for like my birthday and yeah. it was like a full-on experience and i mean fixed menu which like i'm i don't know what y'all feel about that i like prefix menus now it just i don't even have to worry about what i'm getting just bring it out i was gonna say yeah it, it takes that thought process out of it but man, they, well, I got they, a buddy that he does that every time we go somewhere. It's his thing. He's always like, surprise me. I don't care. And you would think the person's going to bring out the most expensive thing on the menu, but like they never do. I mean, but he, but he loves it every time. But they, I mean, that's someone that's just absolutely not picky. They don't give a shit. I could not do that. 
I mean, we were going like we had some like foie gras that was ridiculous with like sweet potatoes. Um, there was like a Spanish mackerel that they had in some like turmeric sauce, um, venison, which I don't have, ne- don't really do venison a lot, but it was, I mean, it was unreal. And then the the last one was like a beef ribeye cap mm. that had mushrooms and had um, the shaved uh, black truffles. Ooh. Jeez. <laughs> And dude, that was a that was a place where I, for some reason I was like, let's get champagne. Dude, there is a legitimate difference between like good champagne and like shit you get at the store, which I'm sure everybody's like, well, yeah, no shit. But I mean, Andres, <laughs> cooks. I mean, it was <laughs> so smooth, and I was so mad because I wanted to get the champagne and for them to bring out like the little, the little like so they can chill it next to the table, and they didn't do it. They, they like had it behind us, like in like our booth. Wait, no, they got, they got to bring it out with like the sparklers in it and stuff. <laughs> with the girls on the shoulders. Yeah. Bottle blonde, baby. Like a bottle blondes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the homies in, in, in Old Town. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. What a time. Uh, all right, we got to get to it because because Joe teased it before we hit record. All right, grocery store rankings, or I guess not even rankings. Just like what's your go to grocery store? Like if you I could have pick, go to, and I have an absolutely not. Ooh, okay, fire away. Kroger. I mean, this you can ever, never, ever go wrong with Kroger. Kroger and Albert sucks. <laughs> It might suck, but like but I will always say that about Kroger. Like they're never you would think they all are shaped the same, but you walk in and it's always shit is ass backwards in this Kroger than it is in the Kroger down the street. Which drives okay, me Roger. Fucking, so it's a it's yeah. a big brand that's outgrown itself and just doesn't care about the customer anymore. It's ridiculous. So my dad worked at Kroger. My real dad. He worked at Kroger from <laughs> like his entire life up until probably twenty years ago. He met my mom at Kroger. He met his first wife at Kroger. He met his current wife at Kroger, but would only date chicks from Kroger. Kroger's staying. Absolutely. So the Kroger's here suck shit. I hate them. But y'all got y'all got different stuff there. Y'all got the uh, whatever y'all got there. What do y'all have? We got options. I mean, you got Costco, you got Trader Joe's, you got Whole Foods, got Sprouts, Publix. I probably Publix is what I was thinking of. We don't have Publix. I probably have. Honestly, which I don't even think this makes sense for the sake of the the topic here. I would probably put Whole Foods at the top, but we don't go there a lot. But I, I haven't mean, made it yet, so I can't go to Whole Foods. In, ter- in terms of like options and stuff, yeah. The hot bar is undefeated. 100%. The the food options are great. I mean, you can really go and really spend $500 on a week's worth of groceries, but they also have tons of options that aren't as expensive. Unlike Sprouts, where like everything there is like fucking organic and costs like 30 bucks, But probably overall and just balanced in terms of price quality 
is probably Trader Joe's. Well, I feel like I feel like that's you almost have to separate grocery stores in like different like categories. Like I feel like you have like your like hardcore grocery stores, and then you have like your upscale like Whole Foods and Sprouts and Fresh Markets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like from where I lived on the just hardcore grocery store side of things, I think Publix other than the January 6th funding is yes. a pretty, is, is a, is a pretty good place to shop. Like you're not going to yeah. be the chicken tender sub. Their fried chicken's good. They're the, the layout solid meat and veggies are good. Like it's a good spot. I will say Wegmans is. God, I talked to you. You're going to bring it out. I told you, I told you. Wegmans is a legit contender. I should have been a It's just tough though because I have like a little bit of social anxiety when I go into a grocery store and Wegmans is always packed out. So I would get like really nervous and just like I would just like kind of leave sometimes. <laughs> just like leave Amanda in there. But like <laughs> I can't take it, I gotta go. Like those two are pretty good. And then like you have like your like giants, like safe ways and stuff like that, and it's whatever. But the the one that I don't think either of y'all have been to that is low key like really really good is when we visit my mother in law she's just south of Wilmington North Carolina and they have Lowe's grocery stores there and these things are phenomenal like great meat great veggies great hardcore groceries good food if you just want to pick it up they've got everything there they got a bar in there like you can like get like a beer and walk around if you like but it's not a it's not a whole foods like it's reasonably priced they have really good like house brands things like that i'm telling you lowe's supermarket in the carolinas really really good what's the grocery store that's right by y'all's place where me and um jt met you at or surprised you that that was a giant yeah no giant yeah, Giant's not Giant's not bad. I don't, I don't dislike Giant. Their beer selection was phenomenal. That one had a really, really good beer. beer really beer. good beer section. Shout speaking out to Giant in Old Town Alexandria, Virginia. <laughs> speaking of the Carolinas, Harris Teeter is solid. <laughs> I'm jaded. The 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 Harris Teeter that we could go to in Virginia just wasn't that great. Like I, I went to it a couple times, like wanting to like it, and they just didn't do a good job. See, that can ruin it for you. That's what exactly. Kroger is for me now. Like the two that are over here in East Nashville suck. So like I don't yeah. I only go there to buy diapers. And that's how I rack up fuel points. No, that's like Kroger. Like hopefully somebody's listening to this. Kroger and all branch, you suck. <laughs> the piggly wiggly and all branch is better. And I'm a pig loyalist now. <laughs> the pig. The pig is amazing. Uh I love the idea of Aldi, but it's just a lot of work. Oh, that is my fuck Aldi. That's my fuck you. Like the fact that you can't, you have to walk in and pay them to get a shopping cart. Who can, <laughs> no one carries change like that. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no you've, never lived in a, you've never lived in a oh big city. You, you, like, you got a quarter in your truck? No. You got a quarter in your truck. No, but I do like, not have a quarter in my truck. Let me hold a quarter. Hey, let me hold a quarter real quick. 
that that was like in Chicago. You had to do that at grocery stores in Chicago. So how about uh, with you in Chicago? How was Jewel Oscar? Solid. There was one yeah. by the uh, Purple Line when I would go to work, and I'd go in there and get coffee. They had so really good, ordered, really good hazelnut brew. I'm telling you, when I was up there for a couple, uh, when I was up there for like a month with work, when I did like my grocery deliveries and beer deliveries, it was always from Jewel Osco, and it was always like fresh stuff, like good stuff, like pretty solid. Seemingly, I just didn't ever go into the store. I like Kroger. I like it. We never, we never grocery shop there, but good coffee. There you go. Yeah. Kroger is one of the only places I can go to that's. If I go to any store, I can go to Kroger and just take my time and walk around and like look at what I want. If I go to any other store, if I go to Dick's or Academy or Lowe's or anywhere like that, I'm always on a mission. Now, like I walk naturally, I walk very fast, and everyone just assumes that I work there. A lot of time at Target, if I'm wearing just happen to be wearing a fucking khakis and a chief shirt, then they really think I work there. But you wear a red shirt to Target. What an idiot! I don't mean to though. Like I have like a pullover on, but then they get hot because it's you know freezing in the morning, and then it's hot you know by lunchtime. So then I'm in Crumman Target walking around, and everyone's just like, "Hey, um, do you work here?" And I'm like, "Well, no, but like, can I help you?" <laughs> like no, they used to, me, you know, that used to happen at the at uh, when I worked at Goldsmith, we were connected to Target. So I'd walk into Target to get like a hot dog or like soup for lunch. And people, because like we wore red at Golfsmith, people come kind of like, "Hey, can you help?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can help you out." Like, "Where's this?" I'm like, yeah, "I'll 18," and just like leave them. Just didn't even care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which that Target shut down too. So, I mean, that was the, you know that was one of the big targets that got hacked that one Christmas. Correct. Yes. Wait, what? The credit the credit card fraud. Oh, like they got destroyed. Yeah, I got my card number because I bought hot dogs from the Saint Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The Target fucking rules. A Target rules. I love Target. I mean, this Target before right here is the one on Forest Hill, not Forest before, Hill. That's not a bad. Before I got to where I am now, where I boycott Starbucks, I don't, I don't use them anymore. Um, I mean, that I'm was like, what you guy. no, I'm not a Duncan guy. Dunky D's. I support local <laughs> and I have, and I have an espresso machine now, so I make my own shit, but oh. yeah. And it's espresso. If anybody says espresso, I want to slam my head in a door. <laughs> God, but yeah, dude, that, I mean, that was the move. You go to target, you go get your Starbucks and then you walk around. And they got the cup holders on the carts too. Oh my God, no. And the trick is, you you get your kids to love Target, no, to where they that. get they get geeked to go to Target. Yeah, no shit. Then it's an absolute nightmare when you try to leave without something. That's actually like the one time I've ever had like an actual in public meltdown with my kid. Oh, one of those. I've had about a million. He saw. Awesome. So we went to the self checkout and he saw a piece of candy and he wanted it. And I'd already checked out. So I was like, nah, buddy, we got to go. And then it was just like, 
didn't have to drag him out, but like it was, it got to where so th- I could see people's eyes where they were like, do you need help? <laughs> it's like, no, nah, we're fine. We're fine. That's where we go back to like, sometimes you have to lie to your kids. Like if we were doing that and they're like, I want a piece of candy. I'm like, I don't like, I already got it for you. It's in the bag. Like, it's just, we'll deal with it. Yeah. When we get in the car and they're like, okay. Then we get in the yeah. car and they're like, where's my candy? And I'm like, I don't have your candy. And they're like, ah! but then like we're in the car now and I'm just like, no one else has to hear this but me. <laughs> well, see, I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm still at the point now where like, by the time I tell them like, Hey, I got candy in the car. By the time we walk to the car, they forget. <laughs> so then you're <laughs> Until fine. they're five. And then they're like, Oh, I don't forget shit now. Steel trap. Steel trap. I just want to know the, what the candy was. I don't even remember. It was probably a hundred grand. <laughs> Great. Great oh, candy uh, bar there. Hundred. <laughs> you make a sale and you get a hundred grand. <laughs> a payday. Another great I, candy bar. <laughs> paydays fucking rule. Paydays fuck. Bottle caps fuck. Hairbrook gummy bears fuck. Bottle caps. No, they don't, yeah, bottle Joe, caps see, he, he's he's the person like God, you're, gonna, you're gonna make the best fucking grandmother, Joe. With all your fucking candy. What are you gonna say next? Black licorice is good. Black yeah. licorice isn't terrible, but yeah, false. Where can I where can I get those strawberry candies that you put in the little glass bowl <laughs> on your coffee table? It would would you if I handed you one of those? Would you turn it down? Hell fucking no. My there's always used to have there's... those. And you had those white peanut butter um, cookie like little candies that were wrapped up in the black striped Dude, paper. Fucking terrible. Dude, oh, first off, first nuts. off, this is a, this is going to be a big rest in peace moment. But I'm going to say two words here, and I think both y'all are going to react very favorably to them. Cream savers. Oh, those things fucked real hard. Jesus, that so strawberries and cream, cream saver, strawberries cream was so fucking good. Honestly, I think that's when we fell apart as a country. We got rid of the cream saver, country. Yep. Got rid of. I remember you could like buy them on like Amazon and stuff, but they're always like old as fuck, hard as shit. You take a bite, they're sticking to the back of your teeth. Like, how many teeth weeks? have you broken off of counterfeit Shut Amazon? Up. Shut up, <laughs> dude. They're like my uh... mom used to get the Heath Bar um, Sonic Blast from. Um, oh Sonic. my god, that's no, a heat no, rock. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. She would get those. <laughs> She's like. I broke another tooth. I said, what? I got one of those Heath Bar ones. I said, Mom, I said, you keep doing it. You're going to keep breaking your teeth. They're like 80. She was like 40-something at the time. But Damn it, Angie. The thing is, though, is that Angie always had the big Texas, though, at the house. So, like, you really never needed any other desserts. Like, that's, that's uh, the too much stuff at that house. Dude, pizzas. There was a... There was a woman in my old neighborhood... And I'm dead ass. She would give us those for Halloween. And it, it, it do every year it was like, maybe she'll change this year. But she like never had any lights on. <laughs> but you'd go up. She would give you those fucking shitty ass circus peanuts and a fucking toothbrush. <laughs> like this old lady went and bought like 90 toothbrushes at like Kmart and was giving them to kids and circus peanuts. She had to have worked at like a dental office or something. Dude, I don't know. But like, come on. Terrible. I mean, it's I good, she gave, you, it's good she gave you the circus peanuts, though. Dude, those suck. Terrible. 
Hey, do they still make vanilla Coke? You can get it from the freestyle machine. Those are, the, those are so a, stupid. A freestyle machine that all tastes like shit. You want a cherry Coke that's going to taste like whatever. That all passes through the same nozzle. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's like any I saw movie. Like five guys today. Ah, oh, it's pissed. Movie theaters all have them now, and I fucking hate it. Uh, uh-uh, no. You get a large cherry Coke. Um, and it's going to taste like Mountain Dew. You know shit. You get a large cherry Coke. You get a thing of Reese's Pieces or Raisinets. And you move on. God. You get candy at movies? Oh, fuck yeah. Do I get the Reese's Pieces? They're gone before the trailer's over with. You got to go see the trailers. If I, if I miss the trailers, I, I don't even want to go. I'm, I, I'm not even going. Like, I'm in a bad mood. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's like the movie's not going to start for another 15 minutes. I'm like, my movie starts on time. I, I got to get, much... get, get my thumbs up, my thumbs down. Pretty much start. an old head now when it comes to movies. I'm just popcorn. Just popcorn, popcorn and a deep popcorn and a DP. And if you got the white cheddar powder, fucking throw you it know, on. They charge, they charge for the little uh cans now. The cans of like flavored cheese and shit. Well, yeah. You just gotta bring your own. You you will oh, I do that now because I buy them at the store now, but yeah, they buy the little can the little canisters. Right, but if you buy it, like of course you, you don't use the whole thing there. So you come home and you put it in your you know cabinet, and then next time you try to use it, it's a fucking brick, <laughs> and it won't come out. <laughs> it won't come out. You got to get a butter knife and like chop it up. And it gets all over your counter. Look, that's what you just got to do. Just just straight old bay, old bay right on the popcorn. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Maryland you know, stand up. You know who probably does that? Who? KVV. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Shout out to the homie. Eating Montana steaks and uh, <laughs> ripping, ripping Natty Bow and Old Bay Crabs. Burger cookies. You go. <laughs> KVV, I'm the weird guy you talked to at Second Swing that like knew everything about you. <laughs> hey, I sent this. I sent this to the uh, group text the other day, but we have to talk about it because it's just fucking bonkers. Barry Bonds in 2004 he had an OPS of 1.422. I saw this on TikTok. If you had played 162 games and you had gone two for five with a single and a home run in every game, you still would have had a lower OPS than Barry Bonds. That's insane. I just think about that. You hit 162 home runs slugging over a thousand and you still didn't have as good of an OPS as he did in 2004. But if you're two or five or any of the other three walks. Well, and they didn't say. Right. I don't know. So what's funny is when you sent that, like I was thinking like what could be the closest thing to that. And the only thing I could come up with were that one Pedro Martinez year. And then, like, an old, like, Bob Gibson year or something. But, like, I, in like terms of pure dominance, like, that was an insane stat to throw out there. Dude, Barry Bonds has three of the top five OPS single season record. Like, three of the top five best OPSs. It's insane. I, I, I've talked to people before. I would... I think you could make an argument that Bob Gibson's a top five player of all times. 
I mean, prime his, Bob Gibson. Yeah, I mean, his, if you look at like his just, you know, if you're like go with like baseball reference or something, like you just pull up players, like he has some stuff that's stupid, like just absolutely stupid. Do they change the height of the mound because of him? For him, yeah. I mean, elite. But then Pedro did the same thing. Pedro was just as dominant. I mean, or almost, almost like relatively was as dominant. I guess. Bob Gibson had twenty wins, one, two, three, four, five times in his career, twenty or more. Um, dude, like. Career whip of one one eight eight, over three thousand strikeouts. Um, just insane. Like he was a freak. I mean, back then, I mean, he was a humongous person for that like era, for that time. Yeah, and just he's from Omaha. I didn't know that. Omaha or Omadol? Oh, no. And he played with the Cardinals his whole career. Loyalty. How about that? AKA before Kurt Flood. <laughs> Speaking of Cardinals, how funny was watching Albert Pujols' fat ass run up and down the basketball court on Friday? Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. He looked like a uh, he looked like a faculty member playing in like a student faculty game. <laughs> Student versus the teachers. It's vice principal <laughs> pool holes out there. <laughs> you better not cross him over. He's going to give you OSS. What's probably the most useful skill that your father gave you or taught you? Probably to blatantly lie about your accomplishments to your children to make them think that you were just somebody when you were younger. My stepdad would always be playing basketball. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I used to play for the you know Kansas City Kings and uh, no, he did championships. I wasn't too bad. He didn't. I know he didn't. No, God, he fucking sucks. And he wasn't even my real dad. Like that's the whole thing." <laughs> But no, I'm done with the podcast. I'm, I'm done with the podcast. I'm done with the podcast. I'm done with the Fuck you, Mike. Let's beat his ass. <laughs> oh, mine's mine's okay. honestly probably uh, learning how to uh, iron properly. Oh. Like iron underrated, shirt. Underrated. Have you ever steamed? You know, not really. I, just because he taught me how to iron. Like how to he, iron not, a dress he's shirt. He's not a heathen. He knows how to use an iron. He doesn't have to use a steamer. God. You want to talk about something that was hilarious? This was like an out-of-body experience. When we went to College Station for the Ole Miss A&M game last year, and it was me and two of my uh, Pledge brothers, one of them is a fucking doctor. <laughs> Didn't know how to iron a shirt. He's got people for that, dude. Yeah, you don't got to iron scrubs. Dude, we – yeah, I mean – so, yeah, but, I mean, he was literally like, "Hey, you show me how to iron." I thought he was joking, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you know, he's busy doing other things that are more important than ironing. But yeah, 
He's also from Bartlett, Remember, so it tracks. No, your basketball. Oh, yeah, Before he went out. So the clothes in the dryer? No, I, I ironed them. Like there was a room downstairs at our Airbnb that like I took everybody's clothes and shirts and stuff. Like ironed them before he went out. Yeah, and I was at the time the only dad. Ironing is a, ironing is a crucial skill. I know, but it takes me forever because like I would have to. During ironing night, I would get the whole ironing board out at home, and I would set it out. I'd have all the clothes sitting there. I'd have hangers sitting on one side, clothes on the other side. I'd put on, just like Sunday night football, I'd put it on, and then, like, I'm just going to be ironing the rest of the night. And just just constantly got my beer over here on the counter, ironing board here. Ironing oh, I, don't, out. I don't iron anymore. Just take my time. Mind you. Yeah, you should just go to the dry cleaner. York. Well, some of us aren't filthy rich, Joe. I think dry cleaners are cheap. I've never used one, but I think they're pretty cheap. The, they yeah, cheap. I like, we I'll, got a pretty like jacket up there, dude. I can take like three shirts, two pairs of pants, a dress, and like a coat, and it'll be like thirty five dollars. What size dress do you wear? Uh, a zero. Oh, I'm a two. But yeah, like that. I was. I never used dry cleaners until marriage and then yeah, yeah. like it's dude they're the, the, pretty clutch the dry cleaner i used in south haven she has this, this little bit of shop right there you know where jimmy john's is joe right there um by the movie theater yeah i know where jimmy's john says <laughs> cool anyway so like this lady she's just this, this big old woman who has this dry cleaning place she has this little tiny tv that's always showing some kind of judge queens Smoking queens, <laughs> dog, dog. Showing Greg Mathis all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's got a. She's just always just pounding cigarettes and has just cats fucking everywhere. And I'm like, how are cats like not gonna be on my clothes when I get them back? She's always like, ah, five sixty two, and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, dude. Dry cleaners are clutch. Like. It's also you, magic too. It's like, what the fuck do they do back there? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't what ask. They possibly How do they not lose everything? That's another thing. What is a well-oiled machine? I remember what's the what's the drive-through cleaners in Memphis? Is it just drive-through cleaners? You know what I'm talking about? Just, yeah, it's just drive-through cleaner. Yeah, and they always have the funky-ass-looking buildings. Yes, always weird. Ugh. Are they still around? Like, yeah, there's one on. I know there's one on Riverdale. Classic. R- Riverdale, Winchester. I will all go right. back to the father talk skill, though. It, um, all jokes aside, like lead by example is probably the best thing my uh, stepdad probably ever taught me. So I'll, I'll throw that out there because a lot of stuff I Shout do out, Mike. Especially, especially all the Cordy shit that I do. Like, all came from him, and I'll catch myself, and I'm like, God damn it, he used to do that. <laughs> I was going to say, I forgot to answer, but, like, I would say just the general knowledge of, like, how to work and operate on, like, machinery and cars. Now, when he was teaching me this, it was him, like, yelling at me for getting in the way. But, like, just, like, learning, like, how to do those things as to not have to pay for them later in life. 
was more so valuable than you realized at the time. That's what I was going to say. How much money do you think you save just knowing how to do things? A lot. Do you change? Do you change your own oil? Now I do. That I live back here. Yeah. Dude, that getting an oil change is a fucking scam. Like, I mean, oil change breaks, like stuff like that. Like, just it's such a easy thing not to pay for that they just. That's why I don't pay for it. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's you learn how to do it. And it's pretty simple, but I'm also just like I'm gonna find this coupon online and then I'm just gonna go and let them do it. Well, the coupon is always like you get twenty. It's a twenty dollar oil change. It's like oh yeah, but like also they're gonna talk you into every fucking thing else. Well, that's the thing. See, you gotta be you gotta be stern with them and just say nope. Same thing as last time. Yeah. Stern and cash all GTX and send me on my way. Stern but stern, fair. But fair. Now they now they're pretty now if you go to the same place and they like know you like recognize you there's been the last couple of times well they'll throw on like an extra like ten percent coupon look at that that's blue collar baby America but there there is nothing better than like doing something to the car like in the garage and like you're just drinking some beers and, like got the smallest TV that you own hung up on the wall playing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I finally broke down <laughs> and got myself flat screen TV. <laughs> Sometimes I just sit here and stare at it. The bad, the bad thing is I did also have like a neon beer sign out there until I broke it too. <laughs> so me and Joe, we went, <laughs> we went to, um, speaking of that episode, we went to Maria's one night like a couple months ago. Oh, Jesus when Christ. Was just, thing will act like a heathen. Um, when you were acting like people, when did that change? Hush, shut up, 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 shut up. And <laughs> we're sitting there, and these people next to us are sitting there, and I'm like, all right. I said, I said, watch this, Joe. I said, I said, I said, those the nachos? Did you get the nachos? He said, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, great. We we'd get one. Just joking around with them. They ended up talking to us forever. Apparently, the girl's about to go kill her boyfriend. But it ended up with me like belting out singing Hunter's um, "Take Me by the Hand" song in the middle of the bar. Like verbatim, and I didn't realize I knew the entire song. <laughs> if you if you can imagine, I was having I was having a wonderful time. Joe had a great time. He had Just a great ab- time. absolutely wonderful time. That one best part night. Of that, one night. The best part of that is when Andy Bernard goes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I hope you can pay to fix this with your zero dollars a year salary plus benefits, babe. Babe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, all right. Do we want to end on uh, doing like a little little parlay action? Do we want to talk some uh, some bets for the weekend? I think we should all pick one to go with, and it'll be. Like- I gotta pull up the. I gotta pull up the XFL schedule. <laughs> oh Jesus fucking Christ! Aren't gonna let us bet on that, Joe? So first off, when the Commanders win me like a new house, <laughs> then you'll be laughing. Uh, let's no, I'm see. Just move in there. Hey, would you do that? By the way, like if, if we have like a guest area, would you be willing to pay like a little bit of rent, move in? Yes. All right. Like, All right. let's do it tomorrow. 
I thought it'd be a good idea. I got to clear it with, uh, you know, Amanda. But too many, I'll, I'll talk to her. Too many people know where I live here now, and I have to get the fuck out of here. So. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's more, it's more of a safety <laughs> issue than anything. You thought Germantown was safe. Well, you got to go. Help me help. Wait, wait, me. wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's pause real quick here. We're not, you we're live not gonna in go back Germantown to like you used to not live in Horn Lake. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, what? Throwing shade on the lake. When you used to it's live in Horn Lake, lake. you wouldn't say you live in Horn Lake. But I didn't know. And as of right, yeah, you that, you live in Horn Lake. Because I was on that side of the street. That counts, doesn't it? Yeah. And now you're not quite in Germantown. But I am now. You close. can't be. You're, you're, no, no, you're not East Memphis until you get over Massey. Correct me. Zach. Pulling the pulling the rule book out. Yeah, Zach, I mean, what like is the, is the Zach? Is, is it the JCC in Germantown? Yes. Damn. It. Yeah, it's three one three eight, Joe. It's a zip code. Is it one three eight? Yeah, it's right there. I don't really consider East Memphis until you get to like the Care For shopping center. That's exactly where he lives. No, no, he's not talking about Care For. He's talking about the um. Oh, um, not Ocal is. No, no. um, Regalia, Regalia, Laurelwood. Sorry. Oh. Like the Mall Memphis is when I think of like East Memphis. I think East Memphis is like from Ridgeway on. Mm. Eh. Yeah, I guess like when you cross over the interstate. Okay. By the by the cemetery. That's fair. We, we, that's fair. We can go with that. East Memphis on Google Maps shows up right at the intersection of Perkins and Walnut Grove. Bam! Nailed it. Perkins and Walnut Grove. Fuck. That's like it's way right by there. Saint. Right by like Saint Agnes. That's yeah. So like you cross over the interstate. Yeah. But the what confuses me though is like the the Bobaloo that's by like that big bad breakfast is like if you look it up, it's called Bobaloo East Memphis. Yeah, I still also consider that Germantown. <laughs> yeah, I still I still think that's Germantown. It is. But I guess I don't know. I guess it's all because like people can, I think some people still say that like MUS is East Memphis. That's a good point, actually. I wonder, I wonder where like Germantown starts. I was gonna say because MUS is Ridgeway, so that would kind of be like where York was saying. Yeah. I always, I always it, feel um, like, I always feel like Germantown starts when, you know, if you're going down Poplar Pike, there's like that nursery that's right there. Yeah. I always thought was, to me that's Germantown. But yeah, I was gonna say probably when you cross over Kirby on Poplar. <laughs> no. What? Because that that would put him in the whole Horn Lake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I Smith is trash. <laughs> no, I mean I don't think. I, well, because I'm just thinking of like Poplar State's neighborhood is is down that hill, and like that's Germantown. Yeah, right. But then that goes it goes all the way to what um, Forest Hill, 
Germantown? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think it was way Shout down out there. Mellow Mushroom. I don't... Mellow Mushroom sucks. You suck. Their, uh, their appetizer, like, bread you can get is good. But they got, the, like, their Parmesan crust is so good. They do too much. Like, the pizza is just too much going on. Wait, so is that, so is, is that, like, Target, Mellow Mushroom, Gus's? That's Germantown. Area? That's Germantown, or is that? Like, I don't even think... Like I well I I don't know like this is just me like I consider Carnival starting down there by like Ridgeway Country Club like Houston Levy yeah, yes. yeah. that's right like where there. I'm like I'm crossing over yeah. into Carnival see that's why I appreciate Mississippi because you know when you're leaving Olive Branch and going into Trash Haven like you know that okay <laughs> the Shaven <laughs> yeah when you're driving down Goodman and then all of a sudden everybody drives a Mustang. (laughs) (laughs) What? Point out the lie. All it is is just a bunch of Mustangs and S10s. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, do not, do not be smart to the S10. First off, you you had it. Oh, I forgot you had one. You had a custom S10. You had Euro lights on Testament and I had I had three quarter rails on the back. It was a please don't talk S10. about what you had on your S10. Please stop. I had your had Euro lights that I got for my birthday, which were fucking sick. All right, we'll fix this in post. <laughs> okay, what are we picking this weekend? Everybody, give a pick. Ooh, uh, there's not a line for it yet, but I will go um, Baylor money line over Texas. All right. They should have beat him the first time at Texas, but they didn't. I said they should have beat him because I bet them to beat him and they didn't, but they'll beat him this time. Texas sucks. What? Texas sucks. No, they don't. All right. Baylor wins this weekend. I'm sorry. Okay. That's fine, but they don't suck. (laughs) They do suck. Tennessee beat him. Tennessee fucking sucks. Well, no lies there. Texas is number eight in the country, York. Come on. Well, Rick Barnes revenge game. Don't look now, but Arizona is just out there just trucking along at number seven in the country. Oh, I know. I said I said Arizona on the last pod for a final four pick. Ignore oh. my Creighton pick and switch oh. that to Marquette. <laughs> oh, fucking, you know, oh, yeah, the engine that could out there with Tommy Lloyd. So... In all seriousness, though, my my pick would be I mean South Carolina money line against. I'm just. I'm, no, you're probably right. I mean, why would they not lose fucking five in a row? Pieces of shit. That's just it's so annoying. Like it makes no sense at all. So, ignoring the rage there, it, God honest, no, don't, I I don't think ignore. that, I think that Purdue is hitting a point in the season where people have figured them out. Uh-oh. And I think I think Indiana wins that away game to get the sweep at Mackey Arena to get the season sweep. I like Mackey Arena. I like Jackson Davis. I think he's good. He's. I'm telling you, I I feel like people are figuring out Purdue. Mackey Arena. Some people call it the nicer Tad Pad. It is. 
Only, 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 because, only because they rebuilt the outside. That's the only reason. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and say it. Mississippi State's beating Texas A&M this weekend. It's at the hump. And they're, Chris Jans they're like, Lundardi has them as like last four out, right? They keep going back what and forth from game? last four yeah. in, last four out. Yeah. That's a Saturday game, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday game, 230. They're going to so win. I'm looking for something to do this weekend. I'm looking for something to do this weekend. I don't have any kids, so. Uh, Nate Sunday, don't watch that Sunday. game. Well, listen, listen. You go Nate Margazzi is coming to Tupelo. Game. I'm not doing that. Memphis or um, Nate Margazzi is coming to Tupelo to the. You know, it's not the Bank, Bankrupt South Arena anymore. It's the Cadence. Cadence. Yeah. What's it called? So he's coming the Cadence Arena or whatever it is. Oh, so he's coming there at Tupelo. If I went to Starkville to the basketball game at 2.30 to make the 7 o'clock show easy. Wait, is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Why are you? Why on earth are you doing that? Why would you voluntarily go? Because it's just something to do. I'm just trying to find something to do around here that I can, you know, not far away that I can just. Here's what you kid. do. Like, Here's what I don't you like do. to waste it because Joe won't leave Olive Branch and I have to find something else to do. I leave I leave Olive Branch constantly. No, you do not. You never come to Olive Branch. Joe, I was at Olive Branch three times last weekend. One time you I were was in Memphis home, was three times last weekend. With both why don't Why don't y'all go find. Dude, y'all could go to Max's. Get there early, beat the rush, and get ready for that six o'clock tip between Cornell Big Red and the Yale Bulldogs. I cl- I close on Saturday. Oh man, Cornell! So if, the, if if the golfers come out, you know, Cornell and Yale. It's a revenge game for the Bulldogs. Battle of the nerd, revenge of the nerds. Yale also, tops, uh, tops in the Ivy League right now. <laughs> um, St. Mary's and Gonzaga play this weekend too, don't they? That's a, yeah, that's a re- good matchup. That, that, that's one I'm surprised you didn't uh, pick that one. No, I, I, I legitimately, like, no joke, I think that people have figured out Purdue, and I think that Matt Painter's going to do what he always does, like lose in the Sweet 16, and, like, that's just what he does. And that's what Purdue is. Sorry, It's like Rick, it's like Rick Barnes. Yeah. Just, just Rick, Rick, Rick Barnes with like maybe legitimately the best player in the country and just is faltering down the stretch. Yeah. Me and Joe went to the uh, Tennessee versus Oklahoma game years ago, like Rick Barnes' first year when we went to the football game. He's just driving around, you know, by himself on a golf cart with his leather fucking shiny skin. No friends. And I was like, where's Rick Barnes? And I was like, okay. Is he wearing a leather jacket? No, he's wearing one of his little pullovers. Yeah, he strikes me as a leather jacket guy. No, he's a, he's, a, he's a big Q-zip guy. I was I'll never forget Michael saying that, <laughs> describing Gene Chizik when he came to Olive Branch High School and was just like <laughs> rocking a like gigantic parachute pleated khaki pants and a leather jacket. <laughs> and Michael's like, "Yeah, this dude showed up to recruit people and he looked like a fucking idiot." <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Was Michael went like this dude fucking rules. Yeah, my brother. I mean, Michael loved. It. He was. I'm stealing that look, but still. <laughs> yeah, he was. 
He was like, hey, dude, you drive an S10 too? He wishes. Can't afford it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Trucks are expensive. (laughs) Perfect. No notes in there. Um, All right. Episode two. Rad Dad Pod. We're, we're, we're just rocking and rolling right now. So I like it. Uh, yeah, we'll be back on. Uh, we'll be back next week. See if uh, see if our picks hit. Recap some sports and talk more dad shit. Maybe argue about some more grocery stores. Run um, it back on Monday. Yeah, we'll run it back. Um, so I'm Ralph's do some, on Monday. Yeah, Ralph's. Uh, that's a good grocery store. Um, I'm gonna do some research on S10s and bring that up again next week. <laughs> Just text me. I'll tell you all you need to know. Okay. All right. All right, gentlemen. Godspeed. All right. For York, for Joe, I'm Zach. This has been the Rad Dad Podcast, a podcast for dads by dads. See y'all later.